Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, we're in lockdown. Let's not be... Lockdown 3.0. Is it 3.0 or is it 4.0? 3.0. I reckon it's 5, 6, 7. Anyway, we're in lockdown. can't go anywhere. We're like proper lockdown (laughs) here in the the great UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, up until a few days ago, Boris was saying, schools are safe, schools are safe. Schools are safe. Join us in schools. You can't do anything else but come to schools and mingle and do all that. And now we can't do that either. So there's a lot to look forward to. And luckily, we've got world rugby to talk about, Tobes. World rugby. COVID rugby. Well, there's a lot of COVID rugby, isn't there? COVID all over, mate. But around the world, if you're listening to this podcast and you wanted to support us, then retweet our, um, our posts, do things like that, talk to your friends, do all that. And Send a blank check, <laughs> uh, Toby Harris, um, and you can date it and then I can write a figure in. And oh, it'll no, come out that's of your a account. good point. Yeah. So they just date it, sign it. Yeah. And then we decide how much they like us. Correct. I like that. Yeah, it's a yeah. great It's the best idea you've had for ages. Well, it's the only idea <laughs> I've had for a while, actually. But before we go on any further, let's... Oh, and send us an email. Send us an email to say thanks. Say Five you enjoyed stars, the star. You enjoyed the show. one star, depending on how you think we are. Yeah, one out of one. Breaking news, mate. One out of one. Breaking news. You go that first. Sucks. You go first. Most valuable position... Money-wise. Around the world. This is in Europe, isn't this it? This is in Europe. So this is out of three competitions. So this is Premiership Rugby, Guinness Pro 14, and Top 14. And obviously they have uh, done the salaries of the 2021 season and uh, have made it into like a little chart. And this is actually, this is from Matt. He sent this in to me, so I cannot take credit. So thank you, Matt. And we can Appreciate see that. we can see here that Premiership Rugby, the fly-offs. Top yes. 14 rugby, fly-offs are the most yeah. paid. And then the Guinness Pro 14. I know. They've got the donkeys. Four and five. Four and five But locks. the other two have four and five seconds. So we'll just go through the positions. Um. Which one should we go? Well, should well, we go through all of them or just one? Let's just go through the premiership. Okay. Premiership rugby. Okay. So you've got fly half at top, which you kind of would have thought. Seeing yeah. they're the playmaker, they hasn't, do a lot of the kicking. Yeah, it hasn't been, always been the case, but you can understand it. Yes. A- and it's, this is a lot of this is driven, and we'll get, get to it at the end, is a lot of this is driven by whether or not there's a, a lack of quality in those positions. So the the more lack of quality, the the higher up they rank. Yeah. So number tens are obviously important. Yes. But um, maybe in the Guinness Pro Fourteen, they don't feel there's a lack of quality, so therefore they've pushed up higher. So there's less good fours and fives around. Hence why uh, they're all in second position or top position. True. Maybe. So, anyway, so yeah, ten. Four and five, and then you've got 13, 3, 15, 8, 6. 
Then you've got the two wingers, 1, 9, 12, 2, and 7. That really surprised Very. me because I wouldn't have said that twos and sevens were not important positions. Two is one of the most important. But this goes back to there's a lot of good twos around. Yes. So therefore, because there's a lot of good twos around, they don't need to pay them so much because there's loads of them around. Same thing with open side flankers. Every team seems to have an absolute brilliant open side flanker. And who have we got to thank for that? Richie McCaw. Richie McCaw, yeah. Mm. And these go in cycles. So, you know, when was the last time fours and fives, you know, they were worst paid for a long, long time. And now they are up right up there as the best paid because the game's changed. Their job becomes more important, but there's not as many of them. Interesting, though. I found it really interesting when he sent this in. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was. Yeah. Just going mate, through where, it. But where, where are we on that? Well, we're, 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 we're right. not on that, mate. No. Because oh, we're on we're another dummies. scale. We're donkeys, mate. <laughs> we're the workhorse. We're the donkeys. We're behind the scenes. Do you know what also... But the thing I, that got me, you got, you before got. you rudely interrupted me, the thing that got me was the captain will be the highest paid. Is this taking off the captain's sort of wages, or is would, this just would, why? Why would the captain the ca- be the highest paid? Because I tell you what, you go Fikitoa, he's not the captain; he's the highest paid, isn't he? Who Malachi? Fikitoa. Fikitoa for for is it uh, wasps? He's the highest paid player for them, but he ain't mm. the captain. You go. I was then, sorry, I was thinking Bristol, international. I was go, thinking Red Raja. He's no, not captain. Not. He's not highest paid, is he? Oh, for Bristol, isn't he? Nah. Piertel, mate. Piertel. Yeah, Charles Piertel. Is he the captain? No, he's not, is he? No, he's so just I, come back from injury and played very well. I, I honestly don't think being the captain means you're the highest. But I, was I do get international, international. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. They get all the all the sponsorship deals, yeah, don't they? All the ladies or men, whatever you're into. <laughs> whatever you're into, yeah. I did think it was really interesting, but the probably the position that that is, I think undervalued more than any other is scrum half yeah what why is it so far down to be fair the one that you've ticked it's reasonably high up and that's why i ticked (laughs) (laughs) but then you've got two right at the bottom i know well i think i can kind of get i you know what though i think i mean i used to be a midfield player so okay yeah so therefore i would have put them up a little bit higher as well you know 12 i why is 12 not is higher paid as 13. On all of these, 13 is more... Because 13's a more... Um, it's a flashy player. No. You've got to, oh, you've hang got to do on. a lot Here more... Here we go. Whoa. What position did Whoa. you play, Dave? 13. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you've got a lot more to do. You so don't. Yes, you do. All you do, mate, is you wait for me at 12 to draw the man... Put you through a gap. You're the you're the guy. You're the guy with the long hair, the flashy boots, and the guy who doesn't pass to his wingers, who goes and scores under the posts. With Why some would I need silly, to pass to my wingers if silly, I can score? Silly try celebration. Me, on the other hand, Just to the fans, right? Slightly fatter, slightly slower. Well, quite a lot slower, and. You know, it's all about making you look good. Wrong. Wrong. So I live my life trying to make trying to make you look good and then you turn up in woolen jumpers that it's impossible to make you look good. So and that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. That's a dig. 
don't like that. Matron's currently fixing it. It's got a few holes in it, but not the point. The thing is, is when you're at 12, you miss tackles, and I've got to scoop it all up, mate. I've got to make those tackles that you miss, which would be a lot. Well, we did speak about my tackling last week, and I can't deny I, I uh, didn't always make my tackles, but um, but there you go. So, yeah, very interesting. I, I would like to know who the highest paid players are maybe in South Africa. Maybe we can do a bit of research on that. If you do know that, send that in. Uh, I know it's a little bit different with salary caps and whatnot, especially for Super Rugby. But there you go. I do think that the 10s should be the highest play player. For a long time, it was three, mate. For a long time, it was yeah. three, yeah. Because they do all the dirty work. They do all the dirty work, doesn't it? Um, interesting story here, which uh, I've got, which is a Welsh website ranks seven All Blacks in this year's top 50 players. Why do you think I I'm thought I'm surprised that 50 and all Kiwi. <laughs> Jokes. A little bit. That's my point. My point is... In past Who's years. number one? Reg Roger. What? <laughs> a game changer. That's all they've put. Mate, he is, Simi, but he's not, I've been saying to you for weeks, he's not if that not good. months, how good Simi Ran Roger is. He right? is good. And you have gone roo, 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 like this. I, I know. And, and I've war- gone roo, roo, back, and I'm right. No, the Welsh think you're right. No, you think you're right because he's put here. He is a great player. No, he's not a great. He's a good player. He's the world's best player. According to the Welsh. The Welsh online newspaper. <laughs> where all so the big Khaleesi, stories are b- broken. Khaleesi is sixth. Okay, he so hasn't played a single game. Just wait for this. Number two. Who's number two? Dupont. Okay, I agree. Do you agree? Yes. Number three. After the during the World Cup, no, no I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Number three, who is it? Well, it's Colby. Right. Do you agree? He's been playing French rugby. Yes. Very, Has he very been good. Playing well. Yep. Very, oh yeah. He's been played the third best in the world, mate. <laughs> According to. Okay. Um. What about four? No, don't agree. A Toje. Yeah. Number five, Smith. He should be a lot higher. Isn't it funny that he's rated at five, <clears throat> and he didn't get best player in New Zealand? No. Bizarre, isn't it? Anyway, we're going through. Let's just do the top 10. We've got Semi Radradra, we've got DuPont, we've got Colby, we've got Atoji, Smith, Khaleesi, which I do agree with you. They haven't been playing. Peter Steph to Toy. Same deal. No, he has been playing in has Europe. He? Yep. Uh, oh. Matera, Bowden Barrett at nine. Shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be there. And the weirdest one for me, but I suppose he's Welsh and it is a Welsh, is Justin Tipperick at 10. Bowden Barrett should not be in the top 10. Bowden Barrett should not be in the top 10. It should be Geordie Barrett. Whoa. No, it shouldn't be Geordie Barrett either. But my point is this. Isn't it interesting that only seven All Blacks made the top 50? In previous years, you would think that probably 12 players would have been in that top 50. So it does show the decline of the All Blacks. And if you look at the (laughs) South Africans... He hasn't been playing. Yep. Brody Retailer is in there, but if you look at it, it's really interesting. Those South Africans have hardly been playing, but they are still in there, aren't they? I suppose, you know, COVID's made it difficult for a lot of players to shine. So Sam Simmons, yeah, made the top fifty. Yeah, Sam Simmons <laughs> made the top fifty, but not 
England team. What, what Any others there, mate, that you kind of looked at and thought, that's a bizarre, bizarre choice? I only one other one that I thought was weird was Liam Williams, but again, he was Welsh. So therefore, they, they like... Well, Brody Retellick is a weird one. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, Jamie George at 35. Itzabeth hasn't been... Has he been playing? Is he in Europe? No. But they are... Hasn't I mean, too long. I suppose you've got to... No. You've got to look at it, don't you, and say they have been playing in their Super Rugby competition. So they have been playing. They just haven't been playing internationals. No. True. Mate, off to your next story. Oh, where is it? Great story, this. I need to try and find it. Ah, New Zealand Rugby and Rugby Australia should make bid to host Lions if South Africa is ruled out. So... Obviously, because of COVID and all that sort of thing. What's COVID? COVID is a mythical beast that has come from uh, the distant areas of China and it has <laughs> taken over the world. Um, <laughs> in a nutshell. Very good. Uh, so And now I'm absolutely clear. <laughs> I didn't know what it was until now. So South Africa are obviously having troubles with COVID along with the UK, yeah, lockdown 3.0. Uh, and if that continues, when are they actually due? July, aren't they? Country mm. in July. It ain't going to happen. It? So it's not going to happen. Well, it, it's it not going to happen, is it? I mean, even if it happened, the stadiums would be empty. Yes, there would be no fans. So then New Zealand and Australia should stick their little paw out and go, oh, you should come here. New Zealand definitely, because they can have fans. At the moment, they can have fans. We know this new variant. Well, let's not go too I'm political. I'm sorry, but New Zealand are doing a fantastic job they because are. They, are. they are literally stopping everyone at the border. No, you have to have two weeks. If you haven't booked in, you have to fly back to where you came I, from. I know that. But as soon as this variant, this new variant gets in. Yeah, but how does it get in? It gets in because it's in the country at the moment. It's not. It's in the quarantine Hotels at the moment. Yeah, how's it going to get and out? And we know that no. COVID no. is a slippery... New Zealand is doing okay. It, nah, COVID, especially this new variant. You know what? Before with COVID... I don't like your it attitude. It was face-to-face. It, it was airborne, right? I can right? smell something. Right? <laughs> Do you know this like new variant attitude. of COVID? Do you know don't this new care. variant of COVID? It slides under doors, mate. Slides under doors and uh, gets in your wallet. And that's what happens. It takes your money, does it? It takes your money. And your life. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be great? What I would say is, I I wouldn't like our chances. I wouldn't like our chances, mate. No, I think that right the lines now. are looking great. The only question Although mark it would is... Be, it would be at the end, it would sort of be halfway through Super Rugby. Yeah. Which, well, towards the end of Super Rugby, which would be good for us. Yeah. I just think that it's way too soon for us to sort all our issues out. I don't think we'd sort out all the issues, but it'd still be good to see. Oh, it'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. I would I would Especially feel after a drawn series the last time. After a drawn series, yeah. That'd be it'd be I mean it'd be absolutely class, but I would probably say that we would get beat at home. <gasps> you know, that's oh, I don't even want to say it. Don't even want to think about it. Farrell would have us over a barrel. Farrell over a barrel. 
You know, it's just not worth thinking. And Australia, obviously, in in a little bit of dire straits, they would very much struggle at home. I mean, the great thing about the Lions going to South Africa was it's the best team at the in the world. The South Africans playing against the British Lions. It was like when the Lions went to New Zealand last time. We were the best team in the world. Yeah. And the Lions, you know, it just was so good, wasn't it? And again, you know, South Africa, the best team in the world. Yeah. You know, just got such a nice thing. I just think put it on hold for a year and it can happen. It can go forward. Have they already put it on hold for a year? No. Or was it due to be played in 2021? It was due to be played in 2021, yeah. And I, I don't really know why it can't be. I mean, everything has been up in the year. Everything has been rearranged quite quickly. Yeah. You know, if New Zealand or Australia could possibly host it, they're even talking about it could all happen in the UK, which would be, again, I'd hate that. I'd hate the Lions. I mean, how much of an advantage would that be for the Lions? But also, South Africa would have hardly any supporters yeah, you're absolutely right. Because the the cool thing about the Lions is that all the supporters travel with them. Yeah. And they take over the country like they did in New Zealand. Yeah. They had more supporters. I know. Okay, I won't go on about it. But it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it's good it, to see. It, 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 is, good to it, see. it is. I think I think it's better than the World Cup. I think the Lions coming to your country, playing your team playing all the warm-up games. I mean, I was literally... That is I a was load coaching, of garbage. I was coaching You are cricket. talking so much right. rubbish. I was coaching cricket. The Lions tour is better than the World Cup. I do. No, it's not. I think as a spectacle for me, it's just so good. Three test matches and then all, all of the midweek games. I mean, I was sitting out there coaching cricket in England and I had my phone out. I never had my phone out teaching. And I was just watching, like refreshing, refreshing when they were playing the Blues... And when the Blues bit them and the Sunny Bill thing came out and the whatever is it is, it was you know, West. E-Hail West, 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 West. West. I watched it. And, and I was, was running around the cricket outfield going bananas. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, but Rugby rugby World Cup final, let's say, 2015. It's almost too, too nerve-wracking. Too stressful. Too stressful, yeah. 15 wasn't as bad. I mean, 2011, I hated the game. Ugh. I yeah, hated didn't it. Like, didn't enjoy it's it at awful. all. awful. I just sat there thinking we're going to lo- <laughs> lose this. But even now, the watching, the, watching the All Blacks, I get like, I just don't enjoy the game because we're not going to win all the time <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Well, we're going to see anyway. But It's good it, for the world to catch up with us, I guess. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Talking about catching up. It was interesting to see that the water boy on the weekend got pushed yeah, over. What's this all about? By uh, Twelve Trees, Big Billy. Is it Billy Twelve Trees? Um, when I heard the story, I thought little kid, little kid holding the water. No, gets pushed over, and I thought, oh, that's horrific. What actually happened was the water person tried to touch the ball so they couldn't take a quick throw. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's not like he stopped it and gave it back to him. He literally just put his hand out to, to basically touch it. I rate that. So Billy 12 Tree said, oh, we're not having that. It, it, this this game was, um, was a real shame for Gloucester. Gloucester with a better team 
loads of things didn't go their way. Refereeing decisions were not great. Um, but it just shows how such small margins make such big differences in rugby. You know, you think about test yeah, match rugby. It's like Sonny Bill Williams going off against the Lions. Yeah. You know. Changed the game. Changed the game. Changed the whole series. But can I, I'm just going to read it. <clears throat> Uh, and Gloucester's frustration boiled over in the final minute when a mass ball broke out and centre Billy 12 trees was sinbinned. I'm sorry, if there was a mass brawl, he wouldn't be sinbinned. It would, he'd be sent off. It was one of those, mate. I watched oh, it. It. Oh. You know, it was one of those. So it wasn't a brawl. Handbags at dawn. Oh, no. Everyone pushing each other. Oh, and then no just one. Hands on collars. Yeah, hands oh, on collars. Oh, mass brawl. What? I know. It's reporting, isn't Handbags. it? Handbags. Awful. Anyway, that is our stories for the yeah. weekend. Right there. That was nice and fast, wasn't it? It was. Results. Results. Do you want to do premiership and I'll do Curry Cup? Of course. Okay. Of course. Uh, Leicester Tigers <coughs> had a famous victory against Bath. Leicester. Let me just say that again. Leicester Tigers beat Bath. Is that is that good? Um, that's that's un, unheard of in, oh, really? the, in the recent history. Leicester Tigers actually played really well. George Ford played really well. Can I can I just say something? Um, um, Nadolo, Nadolo, he how good he? he was awesome in this match. A little offload here, a little offload there. Very good. It can't be that unheard of because Leicester Tigers are above Bath on on yeah, the table only because Bath were absolutely gash on the weekend. It was awful, awful. Uh, Gloucester narrowly losing to Sale Sharks. Mm. Wasps 34, Exeter Chiefs 5. Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that, so we won't talk about it now. Bristol, uh, a good win over the Falcons at 29-17. Falcons have started actually pretty well. They're doing okay, aren't they? They're doing okay, but I I do feel that, um, that, you know, their run may... Well, they had three wins in a row, which is yeah. But it's still, you know, good. you know, early doors in the competition, it's easy to be good, isn't it? Yes, yes. But keeping it up's not not as uh, not as easy. I would say, Tobes. Are you going to say then, bud? In fact, I'll leave it. You you go first with the Curry Cup results. Okay, I'll go. I'll go and do the Curry Cup results. Eh? So, so Western Province, Western Province, Province. Uh, beat the Cheetahs 31-29, so a very close game there. Last minute kick. Really? Last, yeah, 82 minutes in. Oh. Fly off, belted it over. Easy kick or quite a toughie? Ah, uh, you know. Quite a Daryl. Daryl Tuffy, Darryl mate, Tuffy. yeah. God, I love Daryl Tuffy. <laughs> uh, the Grick was finally, oh no, where they didn't. <laughs> they got thumped. 47-19. Yeah. And then the Lions did well against the Pumas, uh, 33-25. All very high-scoring games. You would think that they were entertaining. They weren't. Ooh. Okay, so you got your Western Province Lions versus your Cheetahs. Lions haven't lost a game. Okay, your Western Province versus your Cheetahs was a kick-a-thon. There was two tries each team. There was four tries in the game, but they weren't exactly, you know, anything to write home about. We're talking about 60-metre kicks, Tobes. Playing at height. Playing at height, yeah. Sharks versus Grigwars. Well, if the Sharks Excuse can't me. beat the Grigwars, then we're in trouble. And the Sharks... Well, they didn't beat them. They smashed them, Yeah, they, they smashed them. But trust me, trust me, they've got a soft underbelly to their Sharks. Got well, a good little back line, nice little 
full back <clears throat> and Farsi who's come back and scored a nice try. But their front row, when they come up against the Lions or the or the Western Force, uh, they might be okay Western against Province. The Western Province. Um, they might be okay against the Cheetahs and the Griquas and maybe the Pumas. But they come up against the other boys and they would struggle. The bigger ones. And the Lions, as they always do. Yeah, they're doing well. They just grind out wins. So Lions are first, Western Province are second, Sharks are third. Bulls are fourth, but Bulls play tomorrow uh, and they are short of a couple of games. So They are, aren't they? They are short of a couple of games. Oh no, they're short of one game. Yeah, which is going to be played tomorrow. All right, okay. Hey mate, what caught your eye? Do you know what caught my eye, apart from your stunning good looks, Tobes? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> the cheaters. Cheaters yeah. are really unlucky. Well, yeah, you said last 80 minute seconds. Kick, yeah. I felt very, very sorry for them because if they had won that, they potentially would have uh, leapfrogged potentially to get in that top four. Um, so it's the first thing that caught my eye. And the Sharks have turned into a flat-track bully team where they tend to beat up teams that are worse than them but can't overcome the stronger teams. Mm. Um, do, you know, do you want to know what caught my eye? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Excellent, cool. Uh, so the first loss for Exeter for for quite a while, and I, I quite like the underdog. Um, they just didn't look themselves. They weren't, you know, like... And this was a very forward-dominated game because of the weather in England. It's so fantastic. Uh, that they just weren't they weren't sort of drive you know driving up, driving in, then driving up. They weren't doing much. Yeah, I kind of saw this result and I was like, oh man, that there's something wrong there. But wasps. So well, they played so well. Well, I went and watched the game. Right, as you do. As you do when you look at it and think, how have Exeter lost to Wasps by that much? Yeah. And I have to say, I mean, Exeter had huge changes in their side. Yeah. They had like 12 changes from their normal. But what I would say is, Wasps out Exeter Exeter. Wasps out Exeter You know how we spoke about a few weeks ago about when they hit in and then they hit high and they drive up? That's what Wasp was doing now. Yeah. And they scored, I think, three or f- three tries yeah. from To be that fair, they technique. did score one in like the 82nd minute, which sort of blew the score out a bit, made it look a bit better. But yeah, they were good, got though. Got to be in it to win it, yeah. And they've got a good, like, I know they're not the most experienced team, but they they've are a good, a good team. team. Lima Sopwanga. And that's a very nice try. Nice I mean, he didn't kicks. do much. No, but. But it was a nice try. Nice try. And you, and you look at their side and just in. In key areas, they've got some real class. Yeah. Nine, 10, 15. Um, you know, when Jimmy Gopith's, not only is he class or not, I don't know, but, you know, he's a good player. He's there. And then in the pack, they've got sprinkling. They've got a lot of young guys. Yeah. And obviously, they've got a good coach. Yes. Who's changed them massively from a team that was a bit of a joke this time last year which is good though I'll, you know it's just a bit like oh, it's like the football premier league the top of the table is very congested with teams I, I like seeing that though i like seeing everyone or you know a handful of teams fighting for those top few spots rather than someone miles ahead and you're like, well what's uh, the uh, point then and, and and this might be the problem with the south african 
competition is, there is kind of four top teams. Yeah. And and those other two are just there to make up the numbers. Yeah. It's a bit like the um, Crusaders, I guess. They're just there to make up the numbers. Um, another point that caught my eye here um, is... I'm not saying anything anno- to you, till you apologise. Annoying, <laughs> <laughs> annoying Ford's rugby. Okay, it was really cold over the weekend. We both know that. Yes. England knows that. Yes. A lot of snow, sleet, rain, whatever you want. The backs, the wingers must be so cold. Oh, I feel a little bit, um, I'm not sure because I'm struggling with rugby at the moment in general. The South African games, they play in beautiful conditions. You know, it's never raining. When was the last time you saw a South African rugby game that's raining, right? I can't remember it. Can you? No. And and they play this boring style of rugby. When when I saw, I just saw so much good rugby in the in the Super Rugby Unlocked. And then I'm watching the Curry Cup, and I have to say the kickathons, they they just bash it up. There's just yeah. nothing going on. There's no imagination. No. And then. I'm watching the Premiership, and actually I can see some more imagination. And really, I'm looking around the world and I'm thinking, apart from Australia and New Zealand, and maybe this is because I'm so biased. But Are you? The Aussies play a good, attractive style of rugby. Yeah. The New Zealanders play a good, attractive style of rugby, but it's not going to win your test matches. So all of these teams are just trying to copy Exeter at the moment, and England at the moment, and extra are a good side, but they're not known for their filling it and ying it. So, you know, there's got to come a crossroads. And the crossroads has to be, how do you make rugby a better game to watch? Because at the moment, the way that you win is to kick the ball, is to bash the ball up, is to have a bigger forward pack than the opposition. And that's how you win games. Now, you could say it is uh, sour grapes, yeah, but you got to win is. games. There is by, a little bit. You got to win games by scoring points. Yeah, but three points is worth a lot. Was well, worth three. You know, but when you think <laughs> the effort that goes into scoring a try now is huge, whereas the effort that goes into scoring three is actually pretty minimal. You just got to kick it. Just kick it away. Yeah, but you need a good kicker. You need a good kicker, yeah. So maybe it's sour grapes. You can tell me it's sour grapes, but I just, I have to say I love rugby, but I'm starting to, maybe it's coaching. Maybe the coaches aren't good enough. They're not thinking about ways to get around these issues. But I just feel at the moment everyone's quite happy just to boot it. And it's leading to some absolute dribble to watch. (laughs) Absolute drops. But I would say that, the rugby premiership was a better to watch than the Curry Cup. Yes, I would have to agree with Even you. Even with the snow, with the yeah. rain and all of that. And then you look at that, mate, the Pro 14. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Cut off my hand and feed it to me. I wonder just, what it tastes like. <laughs> just dreadful. Dreadful. So another thing that caught my eye was they're talking about, you know, ring fencing the premiership. And they're saying we're just going to have those top teams I tell you what the problem the problem is with the premiership is it's boring because they play so many games. If you want to ring fence a competition, it's got to be over, short, sharp, 
to the point, yeah. exciting. There's got to be a start line, a, a middle where there's a plot twist that happen and a finish that everyone can see. Whereas in the premiership, it just goes on and on and on and on. So if you have a ring-fenced competition, it's going to lead to about halfway through the season. Those guys in the in the bottom half, there's no way they can win. And what's the point? I agree. Anyway, shall we go over our listeners' questions, yes. Tobes? Let's do that. Do you want to do the first one? You do the first one. I'll do the first one. Hello, boys. <coughs> Men. Love the pod and your banter, my banter. Uh, my question to you both is, how do you think the South African teams joining the Pro 14 will impact both South African rugby and sem- Southern Hemisphere rugby? And that's from Owen Davis from, don't know. No idea. The Twitter? Email. Email. Uh, the, the Gmail. The Gmail. A very, very interesting question. Let's go for South African rugby first. Do you think South African rugby will improve because they're moving them to the Pro 14? No. Why? Uh, Because they won't be playing as high-level rugby. I agree. It might suit their game a bit more, though. It might it might help. It might not necessarily impact their national team as much because so many of their national team don't play in the Super Rugby competition anyway. But I think for the South African rugby, you will end up for generations to come, it's starting to affect the national side. How do you think it will impact Southern Hemisphere rugby? So New Zealand, Australia, Argentina and reality. It'll impact quite highly because we aren't then playing as high quality rugby or high quality opposition. Is this the reason why they're so keen to still play in the Tri-Nations? Or the tri- so the rugby championship, aren't they? They still want to play in the rugby championship because they get to play high quality yeah. opposition, but they don't want to play in Super Rugby because there's not enough money in it. Well, I think, <clears throat> I think they have to try and play in the rugby championship because they can't play in the Six Nations. Yeah. So there's reckon, nothing else for and, them. And if you're South African now, I'm really sorry to say this, but I think we should bin them off. I think we should just turn around and say... Money, though. Yeah, do you know what, though? I don't care. I know you Actually, don't It's care. easy for me yeah. to say this, but I really don't care. I'm like, that. they've wanted to be in the Six Nations. They've wanted to go and play in the Pro 14. They want to be everywhere. Right. And, and I'm like, you can't have your cake and eat it too all the time. Yeah. And, you know, New Zealand and Australia are going to do that. Are they trying that at the moment because they are currently the World Cup holders? Are they trying to put their fingers in every single pie? I think that they, for a while, have wanted to move on. And don't get me wrong, I'm not not happy with how New Zealand have dealt with their their side of the thing either because Mm. the way that they dealt with it was just basically, well, you guys want to go to go. And then they went, okay. Um, and I think they really missed an opportunity. But I, I kind of think, you know, if that's going to be the way you're going to play it, then good luck getting to the Six Nations. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, we won't play you. We'll, we'll play our, our Tri-Nations. You let us down this year. 
now we've moved on. I mean, it was still a damn good competition against New Zealand, Argentina, Australia. Yeah, I agree. Chuck in Japan in there. Oh, You know, gosh. it would still be really good internationally. Yeah. Where, where New Zealand and Australia are going to massively lose out is going to be in a Super Rugby competition. Yes. You know, that week-to-week high-quality mm. opposition. What will be interesting to see is how, whether any fans turn up to the South African games when they're playing Leinster or they're playing, you know, Connick. At home. At home. Well, they won't be, will they, because... Of COVID, no, no. I mean, in, in future, right? Yeah, because they are going to play this thing called the Rainbow Nation. So, the Pro 14 is going to finish, and then they're going to play the Rainbow Championship or whatever. So they are going to play some rugby this year before the Lions, yeah, happen. Um, if it happens, if it happens, I just think that will Southern Hemisphere rugby be worse off? Arguably financially yes but rugby wise no if it's just them playing in the rugby championship so yeah it will definitely impact us when it comes to player recruitment you know the top New Zealand players want to play against the best teams and the best players in the world yes and when we had super rugby you could definitely say couldn't you that that competition was the best quality of player Mm. Whereas maybe I'm not sure that's the case now. You know, look at the premiership. There's so many good players in the premiership. Maybe those, that's where the best players are playing. France, the Heineken Cup. That Heineken Cup competition is definitely of a, when you look at player. It's a, it's a good standard there. It's a good standard. So it's good rugby too, actually. Yeah, it is, it is pretty good rugby, isn't it? Because you've got the French flair yeah. that you're looking at. Uh, I thought this was a good question. This is one from Matt, and he asked, Happy New Year, guys. First time messaging and love the pod, even the quiz. Two questions. I think there's a hint of sarcasm with the <laughs> multiple dots behind. <laughs> Two questions for you, but we're only going to take the first one. Like, uh, like you work at a private school in the UK, was wondering how has it been fearing keeping the senior boys engaged and interested in rugby with no weekend fixtures? Been non-existent. Yeah, really, it's been it? hard work, man. Mm. I don't know how you keep them in, interested when there is no fixtures. I think the younger kids have been fine, haven't they? Yeah, the younger kids have been great. They just want to. They just want to chuck a ball around in the mud, tackle each other. Um, it's the senior lads. It's been really difficult. Actually, what what's been happening um, at all the schools that I've I've spoken to and know about is they're all in the year group bubbles as well. So you can't even put... You can't even mix them. You can't even mix them. So it's been virtually impossible. And there's that carrot that's always been there, hasn't it? Like, oh, we will play, we will play. It's oh, kind of... after Christmas. Yeah. No, 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 no. Lockdown <laughs> 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play some sevens. No. Nope. This is not going to happen. So it's been really, really difficult. That's for sure. Do you, would you like to hear my, my question to you? Yeah, go on then, bud. Do you feel if you... I'm being a bit negative tonight, aren't I? Negative Nancy. Uh, if Do you feel if you were 12 years old again, would you be interested in rugby? 100%. Of course I would. Especially growing up in New Zealand. Oh, okay, so let's say you're growing up in the UK. 
Well, no, it'd be football, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Depends what my parents were like, what they sort of channeled me towards. Mate, I channel my son towards rugby. Yeah, but you're not a very nice person. <laughs> I channeled my son towards rugby, right? I took him down to the rugby club. It's freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. It's wet. There's some big lads running around. Yeah, true, Okay, true. my son is actually one of those big lads, but there were some big lads running around. All they used to do is pass the ball to the big player yeah. who'd run it up. And unless you're that big player, it's That's pretty boring. It's pretty boring. But although if you're at 12, it's sort of, it's starting to even out. I know that there's, again, there's some huge but you, if you were twelve, at 12. If you were 12, you would have gone through those days. Yeah, but we're talking about twelve, mate. We're not talking about we're not talking about five to twelve. We're talking about twelve. <laughs> I'm answering your question. Don't change the so goal. So you post. still think you'd be if you were in the UK? Oh no, you have said football, haven't you? I have said football in yes. New Zealand. Rugby, definitely. I hundred percent. What's the big difference? What is football in New Zealand? What is the Wellington big- Phoenix? <laughs> The A-League. But what's the big difference for you between New Zealand and Australia? It's the weather. Oh, no, New Zealand and England. It's the weather. It's the weather is a huge part. You start in the in the nice weather, you finish in the nice yeah. weather, and there's that section in the middle where it's not very nice. But it's not horrific. It is if you live in Christchurch. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> if you're in the South Island, <laughs> it's very true. It's just, we love it, don't we? We play touch, you play I, in the I, summer. I remember at school, there like the rugby boys would always have a rugby ball with them. They'd have this school bag, no books in it, little <laughs> bit of money, not even a water bottle, and then they'd have no books, a, love a, maybe it. some stolen stuff from, <laughs> from all the white boys, and they'd have a rugby ball under their arm. And it was always a good quality rugby ball. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Rebel Sports. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. I used to, I, do you know what I used to do? I used to wash my rugby ball. And I used to get... Is that a euphemism? <laughs> and I used to get <laughs> pens that were the same colour and colour in the ends. Oh, so that <laughs> is village. <laughs> so so oh it would never God. be fully worn out. And it fooled everyone, mate. They were slippery as a bar. Smooth as, <laughs> as a baby's bottom, but it looked fresh <laughs> and new. It was sparkling, shiny. All the grip had been ripped off it. But, you know, the Web Alice or the Gilbert was as black the as. Gilbert, yeah, I love that. Right, my one to you. If you were from a country that didn't have rugby as much as the main countries, and you saw it on the telly, what would you think? I would be like, what is going on here? What is going on? Yeah. And the bit that I would really struggle with is is you just about work out what was going on, and then the ref would make a complete contradictory decision, and you'd be like, hang on, I thought they got a penalty because that happened, and then he does the opposite thing. Why is he pointing the other way? Yeah, this it's so complicated, rugby. The rules are, yeah, tough. So I'd have absolutely no idea. And Animals, that's why though. sevens is so much better for new people. Yes. To get them in. And this is why I think tens needs to come in and 
sort of, I think 10s almost needs to replace 7s. You can't do that. Yeah, because 10s is a great game of rugby, but it's more like 15s. So therefore, you can have players that go between the two rather than it's almost a completely different game. Sevens Why don't you to play nines instead. <laughs> a couple of extra players. <laughs> May I be having nines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think if you were watching it for the first time? What on earth are they doing? I would. I, I would You're think like, it was. What? I would think it was like they yeah, were brave and they were. You know, like yeah. they're nuts, really. But you, you, you know, they'd kick it. Why are they passing backwards? Why are they always passing backwards? I think I would probably get to grips with that quite quickly, but I would wonder why they were kicking the ball Especially, away. But all the thing the is, time. If, if you had seen American football, yes, and then watched rugby, you'd be like, "What? Well, how come they're not wearing all the pads? Why are they not wearing all the pads? Why are they not why stopping they, all the time? Why are they giving the ball to the opposition all the time?" Why are they kicking it away? Isn't it true, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. you'd go, hang on, I thought you'd want the ball. Yeah. Rather than give them the ball. Mm. Um, and, we, you know, we need to look at that. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Mate, it's time for the quiz. The quiz? Have you done the quiz question? No. You haven't done the I quiz I didn't know questions. we were doing the quiz. <laughs> Shall I just give you my quiz questions? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's text there, man. Yeah, I don't look down that far. <laughs> All right, so these are just like general knowledge. Play along at home and... See if you can beat me. See if you, I think you'll do well. Okay. I think you'll do well. Okay. First question. Which rugby player has scored the most try? Sorry. Which rugby player scored the most tries at the 2019 Rugby World Cup? A. Ben Smith. B, Cheslin Colby. C, Marpimpi. Not sure of his full name, Marpimpi. D, Josh Adams. I think it's Josh Adams, the Welsh guy. You think it's Josh Adams? Yeah. Do you want to lock that in? Yeah. I'm just going to get the phone for the sound effects. The ding on. You're yeah. correct, mate. Yeah, I remember hearing or seeing something. How many did you score? Not on, not on, not on. I think it was five. I was going to say five or six. I think it was So five. he's a couple, one or two off, wasn't he? I don't want to give away one of my other questions. Okay, so, okay. okay. My next question is, okay. what is the record oh. most try scored by a player I think it's seven. the World Cup? I think it's seven. So, you have got. Let's see if seven's an option. Oh, okay, it is. Yeah, sorry. A, yeah. six. B, yeah. seven. C, eight. eight D, D nine. nine. Yeah, make it real easy. I think it's seven. You should know this. You should know this. Why should I know this? Well, it's like a, you know. A thing. It's a quiz question. It's a thing. <laughs> you should know. You want to load yeah, in seven? Yeah, I'm in seven. Oh, is it eight? It's eight, yes. Yeah, damn And it. that was held... By or is held by Joan Lomu, Brian Habana, yeah, and Julian Savia. Oh, not Doug Howlett. Not Dougie Howlett. Oh. No, I don't think did Doug Howlett go to. It was two thousand seven. One or two. Maybe two thousand three and two thousand seven. Because 
2007, we got knocked out in the quarters. Correct. And so, then the semi. In 2003 was the semi, wasn't it? Although but, John Alomu never won a World Cup. No, he didn't, but he did run over a number of Englishmen <laughs> in one game. <laughs> Is it three or four tries in that game? I think it was four. Mm. So, you know, if it wasn't for the English, he wouldn't have got that far. No, he? Right. he didn't score any tries in the World Cup final that he was in against South Africa. No. He didn't, I don't think he even made a I break. Think, no, I think they were... They did a great job. They, well, they poisoned him, didn't they? But My on. last question, mate. My yes. last question. You've got one out of two. Correct. Let's say if you get this, you would have won against me. Okay. Yeah, I rate okay. that. Uh, who has scored the most tries in Super Rugby? Is it A, Izzy Folau? Is it B, Julian Savia? Is it C, Christian Cullen? Or is it D, Jonah Lomu? I think it's Izzy Folau. Do you want to lock that in? So how, who are the others? So there's Izzy Folau. Izzy Folau, yeah. Julian Sevilla, yeah. Christian Cullen, yeah. or Jonah Lomu. I'm going Izzy Folau. Lock it in? Izzy Folauwara. Yes. Yeah. You're correct, mate. Do you know how many he scored? Uh, is it 60 or something? It is 60. Yeah. You're, you're worth the yeah. win tonight. So I'm going to give you one of those. Thank you. But actually, on the cards, you didn't even come up with any questions. No, so you're that right. means that I got 100% that's, that's correct. Poor from me. <laughs> poor from me. And I'm annoyed about the eight because I did know that. Obviously, I didn't because I. <laughs> I had some other questions here as well, mate. Some, oh, yeah. I had loads of good ones, actually. Uh, which country was home to the Sunwolves? Well, Japan. It's <laughs> an easy one. Which player has made the most super rugby appearances? Um, is it um, Wyatt Crockett? Yeah, very good. Over 300? No, 202, oh, mate. Which side, and what you've asked me this question before, which side has the longest losing streak in oh, Super Rugby? Oh, God. Uh, Lions? It is the yeah. Lions, yeah. God, you're good, aren't you? Which franchise holds the record for the most Super Rugby titles? Crusaders. Sorry, what was that? Uh, sorry, I vomited in my own mouth. <laughs> Did you not hear it? <laughs> um, and another one for you is, hang on. That's the answers there. Oh, I forgot those questions. No, I don't. No, I don't. There was something about Johnny Wilkinson. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't that good. <laughs> anyway, mate, that's the end of the podcast. The podcast. We've only got a couple of weeks left before the end of uh, Super, well, with the Curry Cup. Yes. And then we're looking to think about how we're going to change our format yes. to keep everyone entertained before Super Rugby comes back. So if you've got any suggestions yeah. on how we can keep you entertained. Please let us know. After the Curry Cup has come and gone. Make and sure you keep it, it PG. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it from PG and we'll make it a 15. <laughs> anyway, yes. until next time, it's always a pleasure. Over and out. <laughs> 